Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day, for a new week ahead. We thank you for the opportunity to rest just like you rested on the seventh day. You rested, mulled over your work, and you saw that it was good. Father, we come in the faith as well to stand on the finished works of Jesus. And we look at all our challenges, we look at all our concerns, all the prayer requests that we make to you, Father. And every time you intervene, we believe in our hearts that that intervention will end up in you seeing that it is all good. The work of your hands. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you renew your mercy for us. We thank you for the love that you shower upon us each day. That despite all our rebellion, despite all our failings, despite all the areas that we fall short in our prayer, despite all the times where we're too busy with our own lives, which is most likely the case more often with us, yet you do not give up on us. Your jealous love for us keeps chasing us. We thank you, Lord. And we repent for all those times where we have turned away from you. We repent for all those times where we have neglected our time, our relationship with you. We repent for all those times, Father, where we have failed to do things or where we out of our own will have turned away, have operated out of pride, out of our ego, out of the flesh. We repent. And we return back to you, O Lord. We renounce our relationship with all iniquity. We renounce our relationship with Satan, with all of his demons. We renounce our relationship with all of those fleshly ways that have turned us aside. And taken us off course, off the path that you set for us. The path of light. The path of life. Once again, we declare that Jesus Christ is Lord over our lives. That we might return back into your house. That we might come under your kingdom. Mm. That when we then look up to you, Lord. When we look up to you. It is you who look at us with the eyes of mercy, with the eyes of love. The eyes of a king that shows mercy. The eyes of a father that shows love. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts. That which only you can give and no one else can and no one can take away either. And we share it with all those, Lord, that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. We share it with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord, we call on your name, the name of our Maker, the name of our creator, the ancient of days, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. You are the God of hope. You are the God of patience. You are the God who is a consuming fire. And you are the one whose hand is not short to redeem us. The one who destroyed our enemy tall as the cedars and strong as the oak. And yet you destroyed their fruit from above and their root from beneath. Destroyed on all ends. 
that their foundations and their progress shall be stalled, completely, completely destroyed. We thank you, Father, that you are merciful towards us. You are our shield, our fortress, our deliverer, our strength, our strong tower, the one in whom we trust. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who came to demonstrate that love to us, to introduce the Father to us. It is he who taught us to call God our Father. No one before that called him Father. He is the Lion of Judah. He is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. The one whom Revelations 19 calls faithful and true. That is his name. And he responds to that name. That is his nature, his character. And he seeks to give us that kind of nature and character. Where we talk about Galatians 2.20. By the working of his spirit. It is he who is our daily bread that feeds us. Mana straight down from heaven. Until the day we enter into the kingdom completely and eat of its fruit there. He is the Lord who heals. He is the one who leads us in the day of battle. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth and life. The Lord in the midst of his people who is mighty and only does wondrous things. He is the father of all spirits, the seal of the age to come. And he who raised Jesus from the dead, that resurrection power, that greatest creative force in the universe of the maker himself, his spirit, now given to us to be tabernacled within our body, to live within us, that we might become his seat of power, his throne, that we might become temples of the living God. He is the one who heals our backsliding. He is the one who lifts us up. He is the one that powered Jesus' ministry and now powers ours too. And he bids us step out in faith and speak. That is what we are learning during our current Friday Bible study series. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with identity, with position, and with power. You bid us exercise that power, knowing who resides within us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the angels with destiny helpers. And you give us the power to pray, so that when we pray, we can bring you to intervene in our circumstance. When we pray, we can commune with you and seek direction, seek answers where you can show us the way. When we pray, we are authorized to speak against all sorts of situations. And Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, that the Father will do for you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you provide all our needs in accordance with your riches in glory through Christ Jesus. And you also bless us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You provide in the physical and in the spiritual to us. And it is your plan that we should be abundant and we should be dominant over our circumstances in the earth realm. In the name of Jesus. Let that plan be fulfilled, Father, in each of these lives. 
And that is what we reflect on today. Bearing fruit in Christ. So as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, Lord, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Lord. Yesterday, we reflected on the question, following, question of following a fig tree religion. What are you covered in? Is it God's glory? Or is it fleshly ways of fig tree leaves? And also we touched on having these leaves but not bearing fruit. As in being in a fruiting season. Having received salvation. Knowing Jesus but not adopting his ways. The question there being, when Jesus comes to you like he came to the fig tree, will he find fruit? Will he find an outcome of what he's been cultivating in you by his spirit? So today, let's reflect on bearing fruit. Now, what is Jesus looking for? In Matthew 23, Jesus touches on the fruit of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And he exposes their concept of fruit as distorted. So let's look at what he objects to. What he doesn't want or doesn't like. He says, these, the Pharisees and Sadducees, the teachers of the law, that's what he calls them. They don't walk the talk. They don't do what they preach. They put heavy loads on other people, but they themselves won't even bother lifting a finger. Don't want to work. Just give instructions and orders. Everything they do is only so that people see. If there is something that people won't see, they won't do it. It's only for a show, to put on a show. And they love to take important seats and places of honor at banquets. He says they love to be called rabbi and teacher, whereas you're only rabbi, rabbi and father. Whereas you're only rabbi and only father, the only one that you could call those names are the Messiah himself. They stand with an image of pride on themselves. The biggest pride among them there was 
the pride that they have fulfilling all the requirements of the law. In Matthew 15, verse 8 and 9, he says, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. So if you actually went back, no, let's continue first here. He says, They worship me in vain, and their teachings are but rules taught by men. That is, they follow God's law by the letter. They held their deeds and their position in pride and used it to judge others in that skill by the law, rather than to bring people into the light of God and to show them his love. That's all that he wanted of the teachers, to teach people on what you have experienced in God and what God really is. Rather, he says, they're teaching them what God isn't. So they acted as if they were close to God, but their hearts were distant and disconnected from Him. <clears throat> so if you go back to Matthew 23, you'd actually see Jesus saying, because they don't walk the talk, you do what they say, but do not do what they do. Now he says the same about those in ministry as well. That was the teacher's side of it. What about those in ministry? He talks about true and false disciples. Matthew chapter 7, he says, 7 verse 21 to 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only the one who does, not speaks, the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, evildoers. So how does one produce? Rather, how does one bear fruit? I won't use the word produce there. How does one bear fruit then? And you'll see why in a little while. Uh, fruit comes from being close to God. Remember, he just said there, I never knew you. These were people who were carrying his anointing and actually demonstrating the power as well. You carry the anointing, demonstrate the power, and yet he says to them, I never knew you. So fruit comes from being close to God, aligned with him, and his teachings, and obeying them. Jesus said, that is being his disciple. Jesus said in John 15 verse 5, If you remain in me and I in you, then you will bear much fruit. So remain as a branch of Jesus, the wine, and not separate from him. So you do the works, but ensure you are still connected with him. You remain in him. What that really means is relationship with Him, intimacy, oneness in spirit. So what actions do we need to take? We start with repentance. Intentionally pursuing to know Him through your secret place. To build on the closeness or intimacy in that relationship. And that builds trust. The question is, 
It's not about just we trusting him. Can he trust you? That only comes out of that intimacy. And you have seen that in our personal relationships as well. The one that we are more intimate with, we trust them the most as against someone who is an extended family, as against someone who is just a friend, as against someone who is an acquaintance in the community. Your trust levels will vary. We need to be connected with the word and read it every day. Meditate on it. That's his instruction to us. We've seen that in our previous reflection. And then observe to do all that the Spirit prompts us to do based on what He is revealing to us when we meditate there. So that's alignment and obedience. Relationship, alignment, obedience. Then He cannot say, I never knew you. The fruit is not his gifts, but his character. So we need to focus on bearing, sorry, on being disciples and imitators of Jesus. Thinking like him, speaking like him, and with actions like him. And he came to demonstrate it to us. That is why we have the four Gospels. So that when we reflect on those Gospels and we see how he did things, how he went about his life and his ministry. We need to be imitators of that nature. That is what Galatians 2.20 is all about. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. When we start adopting his ways and doing things like he would do it, asking ourselves a question, what would Jesus do in this circumstance? Then we have reached that stage. Galatians 5 verse 22 talks about the fruit of the Spirit. That is, when we commit to be schooled by the Spirit, then these are the traits of Jesus that he works to produce in us. So it says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commands. And his instructions to us are, what are those commands? Love one another as I have loved you. He gave the two greatest commands there. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. And then love your neighbor as yourself, which is love one another as I have loved you. And then the next instruction is Matthew 28 verse 20. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That is, Bearing witness to his gospel. That's what it truly means. So if we are to summarize, bearing fruit in one line, and this is where you will understand the difference between why I, I didn't use the word producing. If we are to summarize bearing fruit in one line, it is not producing fruit, but bearing fruit. And the difference is, Producing fruit, sorry, producing fruit focuses on my work for God, while bearing fruit focuses on God's work through me. When you meditate on God's work through me, that is when you understand why you need to be a branch of the wine and not cut off, not 
separate, not operating independently. Only then can God's work be achieved through me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for an opening up of our eyes and for a strengthening of our spirit, Lord, along with that spirit of boldness to step forward, standing for what we believe in, to be imitators of Christ, even in a world that walks in the opposite direction, to produce, to take on and to and to produce that character in us. To submit to the Holy Spirit that He can work to produce that character in us. And all we do then is bear that character in our image that is an image and likeness of He Himself. The image of Jesus to others. That is what we are called to do. To bear witness to you. So that when they see us, they see you in us. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And when they see you as well, the devil sees you as well. I'm just reminded of one of the things, one of the scriptures that uh, Brother Vivek took in his teaching there. I think it was John 12, 27, where he said, Satan has no power over me and no place in me. That is John 14.30. To Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for that edification in our spirits this day. That we are lifted up, that we are strengthened, that we are fortified in our conviction. And we bear fruit in the name of Jesus. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. For all families that are facing division and separation. For all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. We pray for all families that are... For all those in our family, Lord, that are not yet saved. Our family and friends. We pray for our own personal needs as well. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith in our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
The scripture that was put on my heart this morning is from Colossians 3, verse 17. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from Acts chapter 2, verse 38, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, brothers, have your powerful daily reflections, our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions and the Friday Bible study sessions. Please share links with friends and family. Invite them to join us during the sessions. Also invite them to join us on the prayer group by sharing the prayer group telegram link. So they can post their prayer requests there. They can pray with others. They can be enriched by revelations from the word and improve their prayer life. The objective here for us is that each one should be able to see answered prayer by understanding what the Bible is really teaching us. It is not for that anointing to be kept limited to a limited few. So even when Jesus teaches, he says, all those that believe, not a certain few, they shall see signs and wonders. To give it as a gift. And that the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday ahead, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God, God bless, bless everyone. Thank you, brother. God bless everyone. Thank you, brother Russell. Thank you. God bless.